and don't cry Your folks might understand you By and by Just move on Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, APA Teen himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And to my left, the G-Dub himself. Garrett, how you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. We're here back on the week of 111, 2011. 2011? 2021. I went back 10 years in the past. Uh, we were talking about 10 years in the past a second ago, so that's why I got caught up in the past. Uh, back this week after uh, the first time we ever taken a break, but I did put out a reprint. It was a pretty funny episode. I uh, re-listened to it myself. Uh, and uh, our 150 episode, when we had a showdown between Alex and Garrett, I thought it was fitting since they just had a showdown. Um, but I was sick with strep throat. Uh, it was pretty bad. You know what happened, actually? Um, my son has strep throat, but it was like two weeks ago. So I'm pretty sure I've had strep throat for like almost three weeks now. So, um, I think I had it and it like laid dormant and then it finally was like, all right, this guy is putting up enough of a fight. Let's go, you know, ultimate on this guy. And, uh, I, I don't think I've ever felt that sick as I did last week. Uh, fevers, uh, throat obviously in pain, uh, uh, body aches, chills. So, you know what? It was pretty bad. So, uh, I kind of felt like I, I think I know exactly how it feels like to be a superhero. So. <laughs> but today we are here today to uh talk about uh a certain book that we uh that Garrett had selected for a certain club. What club is that, Garrett? It is Wednesday Comics Leave Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Invincible Volume One Family Matters, written by Robert Kirkman with art by Corey Walker. So, Invincible Volume 1, Corey Walker on art and Robert Kirkman on uh, writing, uh, created by both of them for this. Uh, colors by Bill Crabtree. Image Comics coming out in 2003, a long time ago. It's so going back in the past again. What is that now? That's 18 years 17 ago. 17 years. All right. Uh, depends, on, depends on what month. I don't, <laughs> Only I think like it, maybe 17 and a half. I think it came out in March, so it's almost uh, 18. Um. So this is, tells the story of Invincible, which we know now that it's over. It, it ended up being like 142 issues, I believe, I was looking at. Um, and so these are the first six, I believe, uh, issues. And I only had the first four when I read it. Uh, let me double check here. Yeah, I did the first four as well. You know what? I might. Uh, Did you read the deluxe edition? I don't know. I just read the one on Comicsology. Which one's that? Here, let me so check and see. Well, they have Family Matters. They have Family Matters, and they have the Volume One Deluxe Edition. Oh, I read Family oh. Matters, so maybe it's just four issues. I just, I'm mistaken. Uh, you just see. took your sweet time through it, man. Invincible. Let's see. I read Invincible Volume One here, which contains issues one through four. Yeah, you're right. Um. So, uh, Garrett, your book. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think necessarily we need to go through it page by page and what happens in the book. Uh, if you've been uh, following along with us for the quarter and read the book, there, uh, uh, you know exactly what's going on. But at the first, we always like to pepper it with non-spoilery reactions and how we uh, uh, thought. What do we thought about the book? That way, in case anybody is 
tuning into the show now and it's like, oh, I missed that. I want to go read it. They at least can see what we thought about it before they get into it. So what do you think about it? Not spoiler. Um, I thought it was like, honestly, just fun. Like it, it didn't take itself super seriously. Um, I felt like it had the family aspects of like Jupiter's legacy and whatnot, but like real fun and entertaining, like all uh, teen Titans, Spider-Man, like young Avengers. Just, I didn't like ever like scratch my head and like, or get down and depressed because it was super serious. I mean, yeah, there's some, there's some serious parts in it, sort of. But I think it's like ultimately just light fare, and I had a blast with it. Uh, Alex? I was okay with it. Like, I read this book knowing that uh, in the end it's going to get good, and as, as time progressed, the story obviously changed or got more serious or got uh, more fun. Uh, these first four issues... If I didn't know the future, I would not read past this book. I would not read past the first four issues. It was okay. But there are moments where I felt like there was a lot of hand-holding and a lot of making sure I understood. Not understood like I needed to make sure I understood it. It was the, uh, did you get this word for word? This is what happened. Reiterating again. And I was like, yeah, I don't really need that. Um, and the art was, was okay. It wasn't as exciting or explosive as I maybe had hoped, but I think unfortunately all I've ever seen from this book, cause 2003 was before I even got into books, into comics. I've only seen the, uh, the Ryan, not the Otley stuff. Yeah. I can tell like it is hard to see the Ryan Otley artwork and then look at Corey Walker's and, um, I do think that obviously Otley's got more of the detail in the drawing, but, um, yeah, I didn't think the art was bad by any means. Not bad. I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it looked, it did look nice, but it didn't look nearly as crisp as what I am used to seeing. And again, uh, if I haven't read the the previous things prior, this was a weird, like a weird introduction to a book that I know uh, changes once the art changes up. So, I, I thought the art. I mean, just to uh, jump into what I thought here. Um, I think maybe I lean more towards what Alex is saying, even though I did uh, enjoy it. Um, uh, it definitely is not, it doesn't seem like the Kirkman that I know, um, but I think that this is 2003, obviously, so I kind of saw it with that kind of lens. Um, though I do feel like the first four issues of Walking Dead are way stronger than these four, but uh, it does feel like a little unsure of what it wants to be, especially with where I know it goes uh, and how it ends up being a book that you know, it's very violent and very uh, different than this tone says. It very, very much is like, if you like Ultimate Spider-Man, this very much is like the Ultimate Spider-Man, like Garrett was saying, kind of fun, lighthearted, not really a lot to it. Uh, well, I mean, heavy stuff. There's a couple of heavy moments in this and I actually enjoyed those the most. Uh, we'll talk about those when we talk about spoilers. Um, the art's fine. Uh, I think action-wise and panel uh, layout-wise, uh, I think it's great. Um, the line work, as Alex, you were just stating, like, I think, Otley does uh, more line work and uh, it's just stronger. Uh, it's more loose. Um, not really the kind of style that I really like, but it wasn't that bad. It was fine. Um, the coloring, actually, I thought was pretty good, too. Uh, it's very simplistic, but I think it works. Uh, but overall, there were like a lot of things, yeah, that seemed kind of uh, paint-by-numbers. It seemed kind of like obvious and like it really was going through the motions. But at what point, I think, uh, and in and, and, and possibly it's it's the uh, 
the danger of just reading one volume and taking a series based on that one volume, but it almost feels like it's setting you up for the most basic story, and then later it's going to subvert that by being very different, which I know it is. Like, that's what people liked about this book. It's just that I thought it would happen within this one series, but it feels like this one series is very, you know, uh, basic. So um, I did like it more towards the end. The very, like, last scene I really enjoyed, and a little bit before that, um, him getting to know his powers, like that part, part with him and his dad, Getting to know his powers. Now we're getting kind of spoilery. But, yeah, I mean, there was, like, a lot of good moments. Uh, but I think plot-wise is what was very basic to me and not very exciting. But the character-wise, like, a lot of character stuff I actually really enjoyed. Um, I don't know how much... I went back and forth in enjoying whether or not I thought Invincible was good or not. Like, it, whether or not I enjoyed him. Yeah, I don't think I said I like I left it being like this is the best book I've ever read. Like it, you can tell it's a volume one for a reason. I mean, it's definitely the launching point, and there's a lot of exposition and yeah, character development. I mean, sort of character development. Uh, you know, we learn a lot about the family. Um, but I did like the supporting characters, like uh, whatever that robot's name is. I did think he was pretty funny. I don't know if you guys thought it was stupid, but you mean, some you mean robot? Yeah, robot isn't that his name. Just yeah, robot. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. That guy was funny. I thought. Do you know the weird thing is that the whole time I thought robot was a bad guy. <laughs> I did too. And I and, and I haven't read past this first four issues. I had only heard that the book changes for, and I think it's through Marvin or even Maven Garrett that it gets darker than what it is right now. Uh, I actually thought bad. I thought robot was going to be the big baddie for this first four issues just because he seemed like a prick. Like, the way he taught, like, you thought he was funny. For me, I was like, mm, I'd want to punch you right in the metal face. Well, he's very to the point, yeah. Um, What's the point? You know what? I, I, going back to what you actually were saying, um, there are a lot of, actually, uh, uh, jokes. There are a couple of jokes that happen in, like, the background that I actually kind of enjoyed the uh, the nod to. Uh, they were just, like, Easter eggs. Um, so that I kind of enjoyed, but like within the comic, I don't know if I found anything really that funny in terms of the writing. That, I think that was the most disappointing part for me was the writing, just because I know how Kirkman is. But like I said, I feel like I need to take into account the context of this being 2003, like user, I mean, the user, a comic owned creator series of like superheroes wasn't really a big thing back then. And this was one of the first things that Kirkman's like, hey, I want to do this. And I think it, you know, started off as an idea. And it, like, I'm interested to see, uh, we're going to talk about it in spoilers in a second here, but I would say if this interests you in any kind of way or whether or not you've seen the trailer for the show and you're interested, I would say to give it a shot. But if it does seem like something you're on the fence about, I don't think then you need to go over and be like, okay, let me read this. Because I think if you go into the mindset being like, I want to read this, I think you'll enjoy it. But if you go into the mindset being like, this better like blow me away, I don't think it's going to do that for you. So, um, in that in that sense, I think it's uh, a good start to a series, and I can see potential. Uh, but within this one volume, if I'm just going to rank the first volume, uh, it's probably not the best book we read in this book club. But that doesn't mean I didn't like it. Like I said, it feels like a good start. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the most exciting part for the series, and sorry, Corey Walker, would be getting Ryan Otley's art, because, like, that art is just so spectacular. And, like, you know, you see the trailer for the Invincible TV show, and it's got that Ryan Otley art style, and, you know, I don't know why 
I don't know what's with Robert Kirkman and having artists for like one volume and then saying, all right, we're going to get somebody else for the rest of the series. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's just kind of how it's going to work. But Yeah, so Corey would... does uh, the first seven, and then he comes back and does a few later, like 130, 127 to 130 something, and then Ryan Otley comes back for the last like eight. So uh, Ryan Otley's on it for most of it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I guess as image as we think of it today, you know, you think the creative team, there's a couple of those image creator ones where they, you know, rotate artists and whatnot, but for the most part, it's the same creative team. I mean, this is almost kind of like Walking Dead, right? Where you start with a different artist and then Charlie Allred is the guy who you know for most of it, but it didn't start with him. It started with uh, um, Tony, what's his name? Was it Terry Moore? Terry Moore. No, it's Tony Moore. Terry Moore is a different guy. But yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They're well, Terry people. Moore's a novelist. Uh, no, I think they're both comic people. Really? I think you're yeah. thinking of... Yeah, I know who you're thinking about. Um, but yeah, I would say, like, if, if, for instance, like, your brother would love this, and this is why I actually gave it to him a couple years ago uh, as a present for one of our uh, Christmas things, because uh, I knew when I uh, saw this, I was like, this is for your brother. And at the time, actually, I had read it, so I had read it at that time. By the way... <laughs> and this is going to be a surprise to nobody who listens to the podcast. No recollection of ever reading this whole thing. <laughs> like, I didn't remember one bit of this. And I was like, <laughs> I honestly, like, four or five times stopped reading was like, did I? I know I read this, but how come, how come I don't remember any of these parts? Like, I don't remember anything. Um, but anyways, I thought at the time, I was like, did I? <laughs> like, how fast did I read this? I don't know. But anyways. So I give it to your brother based on my thought at the time, being like, oh, this is a good book for Corey. And I actually do think, I was going to be hashtag guess one. And I actually do think, like, in today's world, he still would like this, like, kind of book. And if you like Spider-Man and, like, kind of stuff like that, I feel like this is up your alley. It's really, uh, I mean, if you look back at the, the, the library of books we've picked for this book club, this one uh, is kind of more in the uh, superhero uh, lighthearted vein where some of them were kind of uh, very deep and stuff like that so this is a great book to be like hey you want to get into comics like put it in their stocking well, we're not in Christmas anymore but put it in a stocking anyways and give it to them <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but it is a very good first like hey you want to get into comics like it's very easy to read the the panel work isn't too crazy and I feel like the story is engaging enough that it wants you to read more now where it goes beyond this first issue or first, first volume excuse me um, just from what I've heard from word of mouth, that it gets pretty great, and then that, then at that point subverts expectations. So, um, yeah, but so like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog on it for being a good, you know, simple story. Uh, was I expecting more? I think you know, think of all the stuff that I heard. I think I want to read more because of that, and actually, actually, just downloaded the second one. Um, I mean, this, that's basically what I'm gonna say. I downloaded the second one. So obviously I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it enough to be like, hey, let me keep going. So hmm. what do you give that? I think that's a, that's a, I'm going to give it a, a strong seven. I mean, I think it was a strong seven for me and really like made me want to read more. I, I don't know. This one's like a tough one. Like I do want to read more, but I also know that I'm going to say I want to read more and then it's going to be six years down, down the line. And then I found like, you know what? Let, let's give volume two a try. By that time, I just need to read volume one again. Relive the, the, 
I don't, I, not even slow burn. I did. I wanted to enjoy it. I just think that, like you said, Marvin, the Robert Kirkman that I, I know now, of course, 18 years later, is a different writer than he was then. And that's what I want. I want that. I want the, like, the cliffhanger almost at the end of every issue to be like, oh, what's going to happen next? And I realize that's not how all books are written. Clearly, this book is not written quite that way. Uh, it seems so, like, well written out in page wise, going, hey, this is what's going to happen. I can already kind of assume what's going to happen the next issue. I too want to get into that seventh volume and be like, holy shit, this book is amazing. I just don't want to put, I want to have abs and not put the work out in the gym. <laughs> That's what I want. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with Marvin saying that Otley comes on in issue eight, like, I feel like that would give it some new life. Um, but it, for some, I don't know why it reminded me of Jupiter's legacy. It's maybe just because of the, that really the dad looks like him. Some, yeah, that too. Um, but I thought, like, it's definitely a super light version of that, obviously. Wait, I mean, uh, is that a bad analogy? Because it is about generations of superheroes, which Jupiter's legacy is about. So it's kind of like in that way that, you know, they're fought, like it c- goes through the bloodline and it, the story is kind of about that. Like the father is teaching the son. And I mean, at a certain point, also like not teaching the son in this book, being like, hey, you'll figure it out. Uh, which is kind of like Jupiter's legacy, like it, the different parents in that kind of book. Some of them were more neglectful and really into their superhero enough and not really caring about their kids. Um, so I, I see what you're saying. Obviously, mm-hmm. one is way more uh, dark and 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 uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like not as happy. And then this one here is more like, oh, like my dad's not around all the time, and we have a good couple moments about it. Uh, and Spoilers, by the way. We're done with this. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> my dad's not around all the time. And so, like, and then that moment with his mom when he talks about his dad, like, when he's gone for long periods of time in different dimensions, like, all that, like, was the first time it actually kind of hit on that. Because I really was like, dude, this guy's never fucking home. Like, and I was kind of wondering about that. And that moment, I was like, okay, like, that's what I want to see more of. And I feel like we do get more of that later, um, just from knowing about more of the series later. And we kind of get rid of, all the high school kind of, because I, I feel like the high school scenes and all that kind of stuff, I feel like that was all just like filler. Um, and I really didn't enjoy that part of it. Yeah. So it kind of slowed the story down. Where you get to that point where you're doing all this fun, exciting action stuff, or even just being a superhero or finding out your powers. Then you go back to school, and it, it wasn't nearly as, um, you know, like when Peter Parker's in school, it's almost kind of interesting. And when he's daydreaming about being Spider-Man, you're almost like, oh yeah, okay, this is the this is the other half of it. Uh, this didn't feel like the other half. This just felt like something got thrown in to uh, prolong the the page count. Well, I mean, when they go to school, if you really think about it, like nothing ever happens. They just talk about, hey, do you, we're, we're, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. Which first off, none of them ever figure it out. Robot figures it out, uh, and it really is them talking about just getting out of school. Like nothing actually happens in school that makes those scenes very exciting. Uh, there is a meeting where they tell them they lost, you know, three kids got kidnapped and whatever. Um, I don't think we ever see those kids. Uh, if we did, it was not enough of an impact for me to re- remember who got taken and who they were talking about. They're just nameless kids. And maybe the school parts could have been that about getting to know those kids and then all of a sudden they're kidnapped. And that way it means more when they're dying in the mall thing. Because to be fair, that scene in the mall, even though I think it was, uh, fairly funny where his dad just zoomed in and tossed that kid he blew up. I mean, actually, it made me laugh. Um, 
I still was like, I think I'm supposed to feel bad for that kid, but I don't know who the fuck that kid is. Like, he's just some random kid at the school. So, uh, I don't know. Um, that doesn't quite seem like the hero thing to do. What, just toss him out there? I don't... I don't just to you, toss him out. I mean, I realize he I, saved many more lives by chucking the kid into the air, but... I do think yeah. that that's on purpose, though, Alex. I do think, right. like, because you see the look on Mark's face when he does that, and you kind of think that Mark's like, probably was a better way than just doing that. Um, <laughs> but they're in a hurry. They're going to get home. So... I did kind of like the, <clears throat> I mean, there's obviously parallels to Superman too, like being raised on his own planet yeah. with the dad and whatnot. And I'm, I also got like a Star Lord vibe. So I'm interested because obviously I know that it's going to play a crucial role in this going down the line, uh, how that affects it. But yeah, I, you know, the character I feel worst about in this book is the mom, like having to deal with <laughs> like, she looks like her whole life is to making sure there's food on the table for her husband and son. And then. Like, they're never around to enjoy the fruits of her labors. Well, that's what I mean. Like, not until the end did they really kind of touch on that. And so I wish they had more of that up front rather than the school stuff. Because school stuff never ended up being anything. I mean, that teacher, we didn't meet that teacher until even, like, right before they revealed that he was the bad guy. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, that scene with the mom where he's, yeah, she's talking about how he goes away for, went away for six months at one time, like, those parts I really did like. And then actually the final, final scene with that dinner scene where he talks about how he, how he was captured for months, months or weeks, eight weeks? And eight months, I thought. Eight months. And he led a revolution and got out of there and that's how he got back. And how Mark was like, yeah, we caught this guy, yada, yada, yada. And the mom's just like, oh, that's nice. And she tries to just move on. Just showing you just kind of how like this is common for her now, like at this point, like they talk about all these adventures and for her, she kind of has to make it normal um, because it is normal. That's her life now that they just, you know, get captured by an alien race for eight months um, and go away, which was only a week our time, but still. Uh, so I, yeah, I really did enjoy this part, which that's what I'm saying. If I know Kirkman, he dies more into that kind of stuff, which is weird that he tried to go with the school angle when none of the school like really paid out. So I, I'm going to take the leap of faith and read the second one and hope that it, just goes more in that direction. Yeah, I mean, I think with, like, the dad throwing the kid in the air and stuff, like, there was some emergence of some more, like, adult themes over, like, you know, maybe a little more carelessness uh, with saving the day, and that'll obviously be a good foil for Mark and his dad. Um, I feel like there's going to be something that happens where Mark's like, whoa, that's fucking crazy, and that's a lot of speculation, but you can tell they both go about saving people in different ways. I I do think that that dad origin story and then that part with the kid in the mall, um, like you're saying, and his dad at one point said, I'll tell you everything one day. I do feel like there's something going on there that maybe his dad is not exactly who he thinks he is. Um, I will see. I mean, but I mean, like, like you were saying, Garrett, like he just threw that kid and, and Mark is kind of looking at him like, what the fuck's going on? But then also that origin story, like they go to planets to make sure that like they can thrive and evolve. But then they saw the earth and they were like, ah, not that planet though. And he was like, well, I just escaped and I came down here and that's why I stayed down here to protect them. And I don't know. Something about that story doesn't seem real. I I don't know what it was. Maybe it is, but it does seem pretty fishy. Um, we'll see, but maybe it seemed like it, by the way, also like there's some Easter eggs with the art 
not enough to like for some reason like it seemed like very every once in a while and so maybe it's just because he was just trying to figure out some stuff like there's a scene in the first mall blow up uh kid walks by he's wearing a charlie brown shirt i thought that was funny and uh the mall is called twin pines mall right from back to the future uh, oh and the school is called the Reg- uh reginald val johnson high school you know who that is that's the dad from family matters uh <laughs> also the same actor plays the the cop in uh die hard so um oh, shit i recognize that name i was like i know that name and i looked and i was like oh yeah it's this guy um and then later well, obviously grayson's got to be after dick grayson yeah i think I so that. and uh there's a guy in the school wearing a wild stallions hat that's from uh bill and ted their group is called the wild stallions is even spelled the same way and later there was one more what was it i don't know but there's little things like that in there so i mean as you were stating uh garrett doesn't take itself too seriously but i feel like it wants to so that's why i want to keep reading yeah i mean almost should have done the deluxe editions i think that had like eight issues instead of four you're right it would have been maybe nice to because it was i mean 110 pages i mean it went by really quick and Again, not super complicated. Um, but I mean, because what does it go to? 144 issues or something like I that? I think so. 144 or 142 or something like that. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus, that's a lot of story left to tell if this is like barely a percent. That's what I mean. Is like, I can't really be like, oh, I mean, no, no, this is not going to be a good, because it's really four issues out of this whole thing. Um, and I mean, you also got to think back to this is pre. I feel like nowadays we're kind of spoiled by getting creator-owned series where it's kind of planned out from the beginning, where Kirkman, when he did Walking Dead and this comic, I'm assuming this comic too, because that was his mindset with Walking Dead, they had a concept and just like they just went with it. Like It's an ongoing where they'll figure it out when they go, so um, maybe it's less strong for that reason, and then they eventually figured out what they wanted to do after this, so maybe that, that's what I'm going to say. The art, I think, is fine. The coloring, I actually really enjoy more than the art, actually. Um, the writing is also fine. It has some unnecessary scenes of school stuff. It has a lot, of, a couple good and great moments towards the end. But it does seem a lot of it is directionless. And then towards the end, they kind of start steering the ship in a way that I want to go. And so that's what made me interested in pick up issue two or volume two. Yeah, I wonder if this would read good. And like, cause I know they do compendiums for Invincible. I wonder if it. Because I remember reading the Walking Dead compendium. God, I couldn't put that thing down. Uh, so I wonder if reading Invincible in bulk like that would be really good. They have a. Well, con- I know. I know Tom from a comic book look loves the series. Yeah. When I was on their show a couple weeks ago, he had talked about it, and he had even mentioned the the book club that we were going to talk about it. And he goes, "It's it's a great book." So I'm excited to see if he actually did put anything on for us to hear and how his thoughts were about the book. Um, because for me, this this I I have to have read at least eight issues probably to be like you know what this is really good, and I am interested in. It. As of right now, I I could drop this. If this was a book that we were getting as a as a group to talk about on the show, I would probably be like yeah, this isn't worth my worth my money anymore. Well, I mean, I think we're also at the stage that yeah, we're reading a lot of more independent, like not superhero stories. That this was back in the prime of, you know creating new content but it's still superhero related so that could be a factor too but 
I mean, obviously, this is a lot of seeds that are being planted for 145 issues to grow. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, I would say I'd give it like an eight. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good read. Like, I didn't, like, get to the next issue, like, read issue one and get to issue two and be like, oh, God, here we go. It was, it was just pretty consistent all the way through. Um. The covers are actually pretty nice. I'm looking at the cover for issue five because I opened the second one. And actually, it looks pretty nice. So, um, I did actually read a little bit of the intro for that one. And they talked about how the reason why Corey got off the book is he started falling behind. He's not that fast of a drawer. And this became a book that started falling behind on schedule because of his art. So, he decided to, Corey decided it was, a, he'd be like, hey, you should find somebody else. Um, and that's what happened. So, I'm excited to read the second one. It's a nice choice. I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, it really was for this time frame in which we had this book club. I feel like it uh, uh, was light, and that's kind of what I needed. So, yeah. And I, when is that TV series coming out? I don't know. I just I checked actually before the show. It just says 2021. Eight episodes from uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, Steven Yen is playing uh, Mark. JJ JK Simmons is playing uh, his dad. Oh, nice! Uh, is it animated? Is it animated? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. And so, um, it doesn't say. Yeah, it just says twenty twenty one. Which, if it's animated, I don't think anything should have been shut down because of COVID. So, she's still right. coming out. So, sweet. Uh, that's that book there. We're only half an hour in here, so actually I think we normally don't do this, but we'll do the forecast real quick. Um, but Alex, before we get to that forecast, I'm sure you have, uh, oh, by the way, uh, uh, you were mentioning, uh, Tom, uh, he did not leave a voicemail that, uh, yeah, he, uh, slacked and I think it was because I told him if he wanted to be, to be on the show, he was going to cost me some money and I think he's protesting, so, um, <laughs> Before we get there, do you want to uh, let the people know what the next book is? I certainly can. I will have one little caveat for it because I won't make us read uh, the whole thing. But uh, what the boys, and if you did listen to a comic book look on the 16th of December, you have already been treated to a special uh, notice. But we are going to do Dark Avengers by Brian, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, it is 1 through, like, 16 on here, plus an annual. I was just going to do the first arc, it looks like, 1 through 6. Give us a good taste of it, and if we really enjoy it, then we can all finish reading it. But I thought, you know what, six issues is enough to get a taste of this book. Uh, John, from A Comic Book Look, loves this series, loves the prior series of uh, New Avengers. And so I thought, you know what, we started Marvin's blockbuster with the... The first five issues or six issues. Well, let's finish it out with uh, Dark Avengers and uh, see what happens when there's some bad guys that are good guys. Bad guys that are good guys. Okay. <laughs> who's all on the Who's all on the teams for Dark Avengers? Um, I mean, like who's Iron the Patriot? Character? Yeah. So uh, Iron Patriot, yeah, Wolverine is is Dakin or Dakin is Wolverine. Bullseye is Hawkeye. Sentry is. Sentry. Yeah, what isn't it? Ares is the Thor. Yeah. And who's it's not Miss Marvel or it's not Captain Marvel, but it's Songbird? Star. I think it's Songbird. It? What? 
Who's the girl? Who's the bad Songbird, girl? I think. Oh, that's right. Venom is Spider-Man. Venom is Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, I will state, I was going to say that they have different teams, but the first team, yes, is that team. So. And Iron Patriots, Norman Osborn? Yes. Yep. Right. Nice. Norman Osborn, uh, stemming off of uh, Secret Invasion, where Norman Osborn is the hero uh, coming out of Secret Invasion, and so they decide to give him a shot at being the Avengers, and he puts together a team. Huh. Yeah, let's see. Who are the hand-picked Hawkeye, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Miss Marvel, and more? Never mind. But he acts like they they're they were. heroes, but he wants them to be villains so that he can still do some shady stuff behind the scenes. Uh, here we go very quickly. Let me just uh, tell you what's coming out here, which I will tell you. Last week, I did pick up some of these future state books. I still got to read them, but I did pick some of these up. I picked up the Batman one. I picked up the Superman one. Wonder Woman and one more. I did too. I uh, I'm awesome. getting a couple each week. I already read them all. They're interesting. Uh, I haven't read Squat, dude. I'm Just almost caught up. I got 12 books left, and I'm caught up on comics. So damn, watch out, Pearl. I'm coming for you. Uh, this week is- I have fallen even farther behind. There was an avalanche of shit, and it fell on me, and then more shit fell on me. <laughs> uh, Dark Detective number one, Future State, is the Marco Tamiki and Dan Mora that comes out this week, issue number one. Uh, looks fantastic from this preview, and obviously we're all looking forward to that. Green Lantern number one, Future State, by uh, Jeffrey Thorne and Tom Ranney, uh, is also out this week. Uh, Future State... Justice League number one, that's Joshua Williamson and Rops, uh, Rops, Robson, Roca, and Daniel uh, Enriquez. Uh, this is not, Bendis is going to be running Justice League, but not yet, uh, not in this future state. So uh, there's that. And then we have the future state's Kara uh, Zorel, Superwoman number one, is by, where's the credits? Here we go. Margaret Bennett and Margaret Savouche, uh, which I believe is the team. That sounds so familiar. Were they the ones? Um, it doesn't say here. Uh, I believe they worked together before, though. Rob, Robin Internal number one. That's also going to be coming out here from uh, writer Megan Fitzmartin and Eddie Burrows. Actually, looks pretty good. Eddie Burrows. Uh, and then Superman Wonder Woman number one. That will be uh, an issue by Dan Waters and Leela Day. Duca on art there. Dark actually looks pretty good. And then finally, Teen Titans number one, Future State. Uh, will be coming out with Tim Sheridan on write, uh, writing and Rafael Sandoval on art. So there's that there. Which I believe Sandoval is going to be doing the art for the new ongoing, but else Tom Taylor is going to be doing the story. No, not Tom Taylor. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> looks good. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very excited to try some of those out because mainly because the writers and the artists, like a lot of them are new uh, or people like at least the writers, a lot of the writers are new and I don't know who they are. So I'm excited to read them and see what I think. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they're going to be doing a lot of the books coming out in DC is starting in March too. So, and I did see, oh, who was it? Somebody on Twitter, a person who's been with DC for a while was like, this next upcoming thing is finally for the very first time. When we say big change is coming, we're like new blood, like we're trying to like tell stories we've never told before. 
with the new editors to finally letting us do that. So I'm excited. I mean, That's so far right. it sounds like the new two, uh, the new uh, editor that came on board when they uh, WB kind of cleaned house there, a person who's never done comics before, but else has been involved and being an editor and other things, uh, she came on board and she uh, feels like she's giving them more free reign to be like, hey, let's go and do something new. So uh, excited to see what that turns out to be. Uh, Big Girls number six, Jason Howard, Justin Howard, end of that story arc. Uh, we'll see where that goes there. Uh, Gary, are you still reading that? Yeah. Uh, I like Big Girls. Um, it, uh, I mean, shit's kind of hitting the fan. We have, I kind of get a little confused on who's who sometimes um, because there's the big girls that protect the city, but then there's one big girl that is protecting the little human things that she's supposed to be knocking out, which are the big boys. So I get a little confused sometimes, but I know that the lady with the Frankenstein neck thing is part of the big boy revolution, I think. The Jacks? The Jacks, yeah. I like calling them big I've, boys I've, instead. I've enjoyed Big Girls, but I, I I wonder how much more there can really be to be, well, how much story there can really be left to tell. Yeah. I agree. It's just a lot of fighting. Like, when fighting's cool, but if there's no, like, storyline to the fighting, except, like, good versus evil, like... I right, wouldn't be well. surprised if it was, like, 10 or 12 issues. I'd say I can I could see it being living to maybe ten issues and having a story to tell, but I think outside of that, unless they get sucked into space or some bigger threat rises, who knows? Maybe we're going to get kaiju. Maybe Godzilla shows up. I don't know. But it's just if it's going to be fighting jacks over and over again, I don't need a, a Power Rangers book where they're fighting the same monsters over and over again. Uh, next book on the list, Ha Ha, number one. That's Maxwell Price and Vanessa Del Rey. Uh, Ice Cream Man writer Ma- Maxwell Prince brings his signature style of one-shot storytelling to the world of clowns. And he's been in- he's invited some of the comic book's best artists to join him on the ride. Ha Ha is a genre jumping, thun- throat lumping. Look at the sad, scary, hilarious lives of those who get paid to play the fool. But these aren't your typical jokers. Issues drawn by Vanessa Del Rey. From Redlands, Gabriel Walta and Robert uh, Roger Langry and more. Uh, so basically, this is Ice Cream Man, but clowns horror instead. So I'm sad it's only six issues, but I'm gonna check it out. I think. How is it six issues? Like, yeah. so, this is one I'm excited to try. Um. Well, yeah. Well, you know, clowns. <laughs> oh, they can get away with murder. Um. Amazing Spider-Man number 57, next adventure, Mark Bagley. Spider-Man continues to pick up the pieces and tries to put his life together, but many of the gathering storms are swirling more and more violently. We want to tell you more, but it would spoil much of Last Remains. This is the Last Remains post-mortem. Have any of you guys caught up with uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, I just read issue 56 today, actually. Hmm. No spoilers, because obviously uh, Alex is not at that point. But I remember them saying that something was going to happen that turns it on its head. Is I mean, Spider-Man in a bad place right now? Um, it's in a bad place in my heart. You want to know why? <laughs> why? Because we see you fucking Marvel. This is the third week in a row that a Spider-Man issues come out in the main series. We had literally three weeks in a row, three issues of Spider-Man. So I fucking see you, Marvel. Like, calm down. Uh, the big reveal for this Kindred arc in The Last Remains... 
Eh, kind of let down, to be honest. Hmm. Um, it, uh, Kindred, who we find out that Kindred is. I mean, you know who Kindred is, don't you, Al? Uh, maybe. Or I don't you... think. I don't know. Okay. I haven't read, I haven't read anything it, before the fifties. When you finally think they're gonna like, they create this new villain, and it could be someone that's like really interesting. It's like. I consider it like Arkham Knight, the video game, and this is spoiler, so you can be pissed at me if you want, but when you find out Arkham Knight is Jason Todd, and everyone's like, we fucking knew it was going to be Jason Todd. Like, that's the most predictable character you could put as the Arkham Knight, and it was. That's like Kindred. So when you find out who Kindred is, you're just like, okay, well, now it's going to be this kind of story. So that was kind of a letdown. And, I kind of um, already have a when guess I thought it was I think it was going to be. Yeah. I, my guess is it's Norman Osborn. And you can, well, I say you can confirm or deny it. I will deny From, that one. Okay. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm not as irritated then. Right. Well, you just wait. But you'll you'll <laughs> I say you'll know when I'm irritated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just say uh, you'll figure it out pretty quick. Mm. But it, you know, it's just it feels like they're telling a similar storyline that they've told a million times before. So it's. Uh, the art's good, but it's kind of disappointed how low scale the story is. Uh, Garrett, in this preview, it had the uh, recap page, and so it actually told me who it was. And I, yeah. agree, I agree with you. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, I'm so nice. so boring. It's just like, cool. Thanks for going it, into new territory. If it wasn't Alex's guess, it was my second guess. <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, Immortal Hulk. You know my. Oh, go ahead. I'll just yeah, instead of screw, instead of ruining for our listeners, I'll send you a, a text, Garrett, just to find out who it is. Okay. Mortal Hulk number forty-two. Al Ewing, Joe Bennett, Adam Gorig, Rachel Stott. As the year ends, costs are counted by Jackie McGee, Eugene Judd, and Samuel Stearns. All the leaders' plans that finally come together in what may be his greatest triumph. But is that enough, or will this one below all claim? His do. How's the Hulk going, Garrett? Um, okay. Hulk is good. However, they're doing, like, it's the, uh, what's his name? The, not the thinker, but the, uh, who's the, the release? No, who's the smart dude that, that fights the Hulk? Leader? Uh, the leader? Leader. Leader. Um, leader's been fighting Hulk. Um, but we're still dealing with Hulk's like billion personalities and that's kind of getting annoying. Like I just need me some good old Bruce Banner Hulk and it's kind of getting away from that. But the mythology, uh, of uh, the Hulk's dad and leader, that's all right. So I don't think it's the greatest thing ever. And we just had a filler issue last issue where it was Hulk fighting. Like the thing beats the living shit out of the Hulk when some when it's uh, Hulk's like all deflated and weak, and Thing beats the living piss at him until Hulk starts crying, and then Thing's like, "Whoa, man, why are you crying?" I'm like, "Well, hey, you're beating the shit out of him, <laughs> like <laughs> punching his face in." And yeah, I don't know, it was, it wasn't my favorite issue. Uh, and lastly, Marauders number seventeen, Jerry Dugan and Mateo Lotley uh, rematch, Storm versus Callisto. It's time this time. It's personal, so there's Marauders. Is anybody still getting that? Yeah, I'm still yep. getting it. What do you think? 
Uh, did you, are are you caught up, Al, on Marauders? Nope. The last issue was very satisfying. It was good. That's all I'll say. A lot of badassery, I would say. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, good stuff. So that one, I, I did actually just spoil who Kindred was for myself because I don't care. I want to read it, but yeah, that's disappointing. Uh, right. No, the X Men stuff, I don't want. I don't want to spoil it because that's I put so much time into reading X Men that. No, no, I, I don't want Marauders has been but... great. That yeah. Marauders has been great. Marauders. Those books coming out for this week. Alex, what do you think is going to be your pick this week? I don't, you know what? I'm honestly going to go with uh, Ha Ha number one. I don't think that uh, Prince has gone wrong with how he writes his books, especially Ice Cream Man has always been enjoyable and some issues leave you kind of terrified where I think Ha Ha is just going to be as freaking creepy. And depending on how, um, what focuses we get from clowns, I mean, clowns are scary regardless, whether they're homicidal like the Joker or just stand there and stare, you know, smiling at you. That's just flat out scary too. So, Garrett, what do you think? Good. Um, mine's going to be the Future State Dark Detective. Uh, it's just two great of creative teams on there, but uh, also not sure how I feel about the five ninety nine price tag. I get it's oversized. Uh, but come on now. You're gonna the, do one of these every other week? Like, I think it's okay. So you can do three ninety nine. Yeah, the uh uh last week the Batman one and the Superman one were both that. I believe they have a backup though. So I think that's they why, do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um uh my pick is also gonna be that. I'm very excited to, to get into that kind of world uh and see what I mean, we really we already got a taste of it in the detective uh issue. And detective was it detective? Yeah, it was detective. Yeah, and so I'm very excited to see where it goes from there. So, um, feature state dark detective, which is actually about Bruce still, unlike the Batman. So, uh, Alex, what do you think the weather's gonna be like? Yeah, hey, we're gonna close out here with a weather forecast. Um, pretty nice today. What's the week look like? I think. Th- I think today and tomorrow are supposed to be pretty decent. I think Wednesday we're going to start getting a little cooler, but nothing too arctic-y yet. Uh, Thursday night supposed to get a little... There's talk of some kind of blizzardy wind. I don't know if so much you're going to get some snow, but there's always talk about snow showing up, especially in January. Uh, and then next week, going to get chilly. Mm, what they say, though? Gonna get chilly. Chilly today, hot tamales. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to be chilly today, chillier the next day. Uh, you know what? Actually, this is what we all have for this show. So, I mean, I'm excited. I like I said, I'm recovering. Uh, I'm still not 100. percent I can still feel a little bit of sickness in there, but this is day three of antibiotics, and so it's working its way through the body. Uh, I almost feel like Superman been infected by a kryptonite, and and finally they got me some. Uh, is it the red kryptonite that uh <laughs> that makes them feel good or what? Uh, and like lose all his inhibitions. Oh, okay. This is a mind control almost. Oh yeah, that's when he like acts like he's drunk and an asshole. So, which right. one's blue? Isn't blue the blue neutralizes him, so no powers. Mm, which one heals me? Which one heals you? None of them. Yellow. Just take it out of my the take... sun. Sunlight, the sun. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, that's right. I got kryptonite in me, and I'm taking sun pills, and it's feeling better now. So. Uh, uh, like I said, not hundred percent. So, <clears throat> um, but 
you know, we'll get back to normal comics this week, and we'll get back to you next week, and we'll talk about some reviews that we had and uh, some other things. Um, I had to catch up with some books. Sounds like uh, Garrett is almost caught up, and uh, I am close to catching up, and uh, Alex here uh, obviously likes to see leading towers of uh, comics in his room. So, um, <laughs> I'm almost caught up just to fall back behind again in probably like two weeks. When I say I'm actually, and so to be fair, I'm excited for you, Garrett. But I also know, yeah, you're gonna. It's gonna be yeah one week. One day I'm just gonna be like, whoa, I'm all caught up on comics. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stop reading comics. I'm gonna go be interested in something else. And then two weeks later, I'm behind by like mm-hmm. 50, 60 issues. You're gonna pick up that <laughs> Pokemon Go and forget about your your pulp on the desk there. So. Yeah. Um. 605-215-1849. That's really a voicemail, unlike the uh, Tom who said he was going to, but never did. Uh, and I do blame him. Uh, you can go to WednesdayComics.com. When you go there, you can click leave a message. You can do that, that way also. Uh, make sure also while you're there, subscribe to the show. It's the most important thing. You know, for some reason I noticed, and if you, you usually listen to this on Stitcher, and you're, you're and this is like March, and you're listening to this, go to WednesdayComics.com and subscribe a different way. I noticed Stitcher uploads our episodes like two months late. <laughs> And I was like, what the what fuck's going the on? Hell? So I looked, and the news episode they have is from, like, uh, November or something like that. So uh, we are not that slow. Uh, that is just them. I don't know what their deal is. Uh, and I was going to try to dig into it to figure out how I can make it faster, but uh, I honestly don't care that much. So uh, there's you know, Spotify gets up right away, iTunes, Google, uh, excuse me, Apple Podcast, Google, and uh, just directly at uh, WinsetComics.com. So... Uh, four ways to get it faster, if you want. Um, or maybe you like being two months behind. Who knows? And um, you know that forecast probably doesn't have to be two months in the past, but uh, it might. WednesdayComics.com. <laughs> 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 uh, WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. That's the email address. Also find us on Twitter at WednesdayComics, at Karat2188, at Alex Pastrello, and at Marvin underscore Salguero. We are on Facebook, but like I said, Garrett runs that, so I'm not sure. There might be just like a, <laughs> a clown dancing on that page right now. So, yeah, I check it like once every four months. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, if you ever message us through there, and you're like, these guys didn't answer me. Be like, yeah, I guess that's Garrett. So um, I don't even know how you know he knows how to check those messages. Who knows? Uh, he'll get to it one day. Um, I don't have them activated on my phone, so. <laughs> Uh, RootsOfSwampThing.com, definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. Go there and figure out about the Swamp. He has a book coming out. Um, or did it come out already, Garrett? Did it come out last week? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeesh. He might have. Bad I think that was one of the books I picked up. I think that was one of the books I picked up. Let me go check my books here. Okay, let's see. No, close that. Open that. Do this. Do this. Do this. Oh, you did. It came out it had it right here. Swamp Thing. Uh, so that Swamp Thing issue came out, Future State. And it uh, looks pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go to RootsOfSwampThing.com learn more about the Avatar of the Green. If you're reading the Future State and you're trying to jump into the Green, uh, that's where you'll go to learn more. Uh, a lot of information about the Green. A lot of fun stuff about Swamp Thing. Uh, do you know he used to be on a towel? You know? How, how would you feel like wiping yourself down with Swamp Thing? The man is the green, you know, and you're giving him the water. That's his, his essence. He needs it to live. Essential. Um, 
Are you guys caught up on uh, Endless Winter at all? Nope. Haven't nah, started it. Not at this point. I'm almost, done. I'm almost done with that, but something's pretty bitching in it. By the way. Has it been good? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, the, the Teen Titans issue, which was the last part, part six and nine, eh, that was okay. But everything else has been good. And we have a book club. Don't forget about that. Yeah, but Alex already talked about it, so I won't bring it up again. Um, but... You know, this is a shorter episode than normal, but I'm going to say, uh, since I am still recovering, and this is 100% true, one of the symptoms that I had was that if uh, I did a lot of uh, energy, like uh, active stuff, or if I talked for a long time, I kind of get shorter breath, and I am kind of shorter breath now. And so uh, I will. when we get back next week, I'll be 100%, and we can go longer. But uh, today, this is what we're going to do. By the way, also, I know out there you're being like, you sure this guy had strep throat? Did you get tested for all this stuff? I got tested for everything, all right? And they all came back negative except for strep throat. So I was pretty happy just to have strep throat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take that, even though it fucking hurts. And I, I feel like I feel like this thing was dormant in me. Yeah. It's kind of like the Hulk, right? He's inside of you. You don't know. And then he comes out. And when he comes out, it's raging. This thing was raging inside my body. It was the worst I've ever felt in my whole life. I feel like I, I almost died. And uh, I had a lot of fever dreams, 102, uh, 102.5. Going to sleep one Jeez. night. Uh, <laughs> I took some medicine. I was like, hopefully this uh, cools me down or I'll not wake up. One of the two. And I um, uh, had some weird dreams. I felt like I was, you know, uh, stuck in uh, Doctor Strange's uh, some dimension. And uh, woke up and, uh, you know, here we are. Now I'm recovering, you know, like Banner, right? After he cools down from being the Hulk, he's got to recover. So that's what I'm doing, right? And I said I'm, you know, short of breath now, and now I continue talking and can talking longer, and it's not good for me. So I got to end this show. Uh, for Wednesday Comics, I'm Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, stay healthy and keep turning those pages. Mm-hmm.